hey, hey. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good people. Welcome, 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 welcome to the human experience. I am your host, H-I-M-Y-O, a.k.a. at True Him, a.k.a. Altruism, a.k.a. Dynamism, a.k.a. It All Flows Through Him. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the human experience. We are so happy to be able to have you in our space and in our place today. For those of you who are new to what the human experience is all about, Some, some proper context on what it is that we do here at the Human Experience Compassion and Action. The Human Experience is where we have a guest that comes in and compassionately expresses themselves so that you, the audience, are able to experience the compassion that resides within this individual. And so, as we come up on the uh, to the end of the week here, and it's Thursday, uh, November the 12th, and as we get to the end of the week and as things are going and flowing, I mean, my human experience right now is uh, is a little chaotic. I cannot, I cannot even um, pretend that it is other than that right at this particular moment. Um, definitely going through the uh, COVID, um, the COVID relationship conundrums. Um, and, uh, you know, it is, I guess it is true that, that the, the fact of being in a pandemic um, has put stress on people in a myriad of ways um, because of the containment that we have to stay in. And so you get to learn new things in places and spaces as you are quarantined and confined um, to or, or with other people. Um, and especially if it's not a space where I don't have the, the, the McMansion yet, so I can't go to my side of the house (laughs) and just reside there in a man cave and be cool. Um, you know, but it is what it is. We're working through it. Uh, that is what the human experience is all about. You know, it's ups, downs, all arounds, but through that and with that, uh, there's only one direction to go and that is forward forever forward. Uh, and, or in the in a different context it is ascend further ascend so whether that forward means heading up or that forward means moving in a direction towards your dreams and the manifestation of them that is what i am doing um and so yeah and so through all of that no matter how i am feeling on the inside i have to put certain things in a very compartmentalized place so that i can be fully open and um ready to experience the individual that we are going to be interviewing. You know, it's always about focus, right? And it would behoove me to uh, not or allow external circumstances to um, alter my internal um, vision and, and movement, right? It's not really, you have to become an individual that goes for every anybody and anybody. I was just telling this to my daughter the other day, who was two years old, and instilling in her that no matter what, it doesn't matter if it's me, doesn't matter if it's her mother, her grandmother, her friends, her uncles, whoever it may be, if there is something that she wants to pursue and there is something that she wants to do, no matter what, 
go for it. And that's, it's as simple as that. And this really giving her that mindset training at two years old. So that gets embedded into her DNA, embedded into her subconscious that no matter what, I'm going to keep going. No matter what life is throwing at me, I'm going to keep going. And that is why uh, I have to keep going. I can't say that to my daughter and then not be the per- and not live that and embody that because she will pay attention more to what I do than more than what I say. And so I got to talk about it and be about it all at the same damn time, folks. <sighs> I'm happy I was able to get that out. That was uh, me releasing and getting into a proper energetic space. And the reason that, um, especially in this particular human experience, the reason for getting right energetically is because the individual that we are going to uh, be sharing or hearing about the compassion that resides within them is a person who specifically deals with energy um, and being able to alter in tune and get aligned with and raise and remove um Oh, well, actually, I don't even know if removing energy, you can't necessarily remove energy, right? Because it can't be destroyed, nor whatever that scientific statement is, Um, you know, but energy never dies, it just keeps going. So altering that energy um, is what we're going to is what this person specifically uh, works on and does. And as we get to hear him express the compassion that resides within him, Uh, you'll find out a hell of a lot more about that. And I came across this individual. All right, I I have to do a little bit of a backstory before we jump into this. So I have been part of a coaching accelerator called Kaboom Coaching, right? Um, And as I jumped into this accelerator, uh, there was a large group of us. And throughout that class that I was in, Um, although we weren't being, although we weren't in the same small groups, there was just a a, a resonance about this being that, um, that automatically drew me to him. Um, and I was just, it just made me, uh, be honored to be in the same class with him and to also see and share his wins and watch his evolution through that 10 weeks and, um, and how he was started killing that shit. And, um, and really the way that he uh, started to take on and own and honor his celebration of the wins that he was uh, taking on within life was just amazing to watch and, and, and just really awe-expiring, um, which there's more to that awe a little bit later. Uh, and so the individual that I am talking about, his name is Eric Amen. And Eric is a men's alignment coach, assisting men in aligning with their purpose, strengthening their energetic system with Qigong and embodying more sacred masculine energy. And so now you know why I was talking about energy and why this man works with energy is what we're going to find out. And so I Without any further ado, I would like to introduce to you all, Mr. Eric. Oh, man. Oh, man. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the human experience, Eric. Oh, man. Oh, man. How you doing, brother? I am doing awesome. And like, holy shit, man. Thank you for that. Uh beautiful introduction there. That's uh that's a very heart opening 
uh, red carpet you just laid out for me. So thank you for that, hey, brother. You know, you know, we, that's that's what we do here at the Human Experience. We like to create right. experiences that are going to be uh, fully meaningful and and um and fully embodied, right? And so, with that being said, we just like to give you uh, your flowers while you're here because you deserve it, sir. So. <laughs> Nice, nice. Cheers from the Bit cheers of- from the crowd. Cheers from the crowd. Matter of fact, you get you get one more. You get one more. Nice. Hey, you Thank know, you. Three is Thank actually you. my favorite number, so the third time is a charm. Uh-oh. Hey, yep, uh- that was a mistake. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that one. <laughs> I'll receive it all. I'll receive it all. <laughs> so welcome, 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 Eric, to the human experience. I know I read this bio, and you know, yes, you're a men's alignment coach and you assist men in aligning with their purpose and, you know, you do the qigong and you embody sacred masculinity and all of that good stuff. Um, but I would love to hear a little bit more about the origin of, of Eric and like, how did you um, come to, to this point to want to work and do this kind of work specifically? Uh, like, some just some cliff notes of like the highlights of your life that has gotten you to the to this moment to be this kind of man and uh show up in the world and and do this for this in a very big way eric yeah yeah thank you um i would say that the cliff notes version is that you know i was bebopping along through my life um you know had some some dark times for sure and some some brighter times. And when I started really uh, awakening, I would say, to my own spirituality, just in I was in a ripe state of awe of like the magic that exists around me. Um, as soon as I started to discover that, I was a filmmaker, and I was directing a short film on uh, that was a ballerina and a crump dancer. And the makeup artist walked into the set and said, oh, you know, good morning. You must be our ballerina. And she's like, no, I'm the makeup artist. And, you know, so it felt like a little moment, like, you know, she's an attractive woman and I'm here to do a job. So, like, I'm focused on what I'm doing, but, like, like bookmark that emotion. And... A couple weeks after the shoot, um, I reached out to her and was like, hey, do you want to see a preview of the film? Just really as an excuse to talk to her. And then we started talking. I asked her um, if she had ever gone slacklining before. She said no. I was like, oh, you know, would you want to have a picnic with me and I'll teach you to slackline? And she said that would be lovely. And from that moment on, you know, that was about seven years ago today. So fast forward to today, we have four kids. So we like hit the ground running, um, got married and started having babies quickly. And the reason that's really relevant is because uh, at the time I was a filmmaker, as I said, and I didn't, there was no pressure. There was no like, um, I was really just getting by, you know? And then all of a sudden there was a reason to do more than just get by. So through that, I really got put into this pressure cooker. Like I put myself into it, this pressure cooker of like, got to perform, got to perform. And um, 
also being in the first like really really serious relationship where i was really madly in love with this woman uh, I, I wanted to show up in a, in a good way. So that led me to things like uh, Reiki to deal with just the way my life was kind of unfolding uh, and the stress levels I was carrying. My wife had already been seeing a Reiki master. So I started to go and experience this and it blew my mind, like um, blew my mind wide open. And, and that led to the next thing to the next thing, you know, and next thing you know, I'm a Qigong instructor, I'm a Reiki master, uh, breathwork facilitator. And really all of that came from me uncovering um, and really chipping away the block to to start to see the figure of who I really was. Like, like there's a statue being revealed as I'm going through these trials and tribulations and I'm discovering new pieces of who I am. Like you and I talked a bit earlier, Himyo, that when I... When I discovered, when I found my Qigong teachers, um, because I couldn't find ones that resonated with me, they all had, they were all treating it a certain way. And I was looking to really understand the energetic of Qigong. And when I found them, it was, and started practicing, it was like reconnecting with this part of myself that, like the, the master version of, the Qigong master from past lives, maybe. Mm. Um, and it activated this part of me. The same thing with the Reiki healing. The same thing with breathwork. Man, I nerd out about breathwork. It's the superhero, superpower we all have. Um, and what I realized, like, that through keep, it, all of this. keeps coming up. Breathwork, like, keeps coming up, like, everywhere I find myself at this particular moment. Yeah. It's breath work is breath work and yeah so i'm sorry to cut you off on that but yeah continue continue sorry that's all right man and pay attention to that because there's a reason why and i'm happy to connect with you around that so um so what through this process it was really like i said this chipping away at the statue like and i was starting to see more and more of a clear form of who i was um and through that, I really fell in love with the process of, you know, I should back up a minute. Uh, also, I started doing men's work maybe six years ago now. I went through a modern day uh, men's uh, rite of passage and initiation mm. and started sitting in men's circles and facilitating and being facilitated in men's circles. And all of that together really led me to where I am today, where I just want to show up and serve men in the way that life has served me. And, and life has served me in a way where I had some really, really serious lows and some amazing and beautiful highs. Like I'm so, um, I don't want to say lucky because I believe that I called it in <clears throat> and, and aligned you know, my wife and the life I have right now. Um, and I'm really grateful for it. So I want to help men really become who they already are and really start living in their purpose and, and work through all of the conditioning and programming and all of the man up, you know, bullshit that really takes men away from who they really are. Mm. So it sounds like, it sounds like that through, and, and this is how it always goes, right? Through a woman, right? Wait, so follow me on this on follow me on this rabbit hole 
uh, and it won't take too long, right? Oh, so, we'll do it. When we talk about uh, the, when we talk about behind every great man, there is a woman, right? They're usually, uh, so first of all, in order to get into this plane, we need women, right? <laughs> so there's no, there's no, there's, yeah. in order to get in here, we need women, right? And so mm -hmm. um, as we go and grow, the interesting part about your story that you've just explained is like it was when you followed the intuition to align with your with your partner and with your with your wife it seemed like that like she was the gate that you that allowed you to walk through finding this path towards men's work and towards your growth and all of these um and opening up and developing all of these skill sets right and and mm -hmm. like through that portal or through the portal of your of your wife and your partner this is how you found your work right so not only did you enter the work the, the world through a woman but your world also got altered through a woman and the the fact that you're from that you it transitioned and it allowed you to do men's work right that mm -hmm. allows them to discard the transient to reveal the true what a man truly is which is the um the alignment of how to use that feminine aspect that is exhibited in all people but how to align that that feminine aspect in a place that it doesn't diminish the masculinity that is also there right so it's like yeah. it, it just it just puts that into alignment wow that's interesting um and that was just something that just came to me so sorry about yeah. that yeah uh, but no, man. Thanks for calling attention to that. Cause you know, I think a lot of men can be intimidated by the power of women. Uh, I think that has like from the beginning of time, right? Like that's, well, maybe not the beginning of time, but nah, shortly after. Beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, it's because motherfuckers been trying to put women in like, like women are the real fucking superpowers and like fuck, yeah. the women, women really do run the world. Like, legit yeah. run the world and that's why men are so scared of them that they put them in these false subservient positions um because of the um the lack of uh what's the correct word that i'm looking for but they're yeah they're just scared of their they're just scared of the woman's power so they do anything they can totally to, like alternate to like alternate that and push it off and and like so that to, to give them myself a false sense of uh, security and superiority and there's so much more i could go into that but we'll save that for another time <laughs> yeah um, yeah that's a big one yeah but yeah dude so that's that's amazing that's amazing you were about to say yeah. something though so let me uh let me let you finish that thought and then i will get into asking you the first question sir um i think we just tidied up that that piece so like i'm, I'm good let's roll into the question all right so then the question I have for you, all oh man, all oh man, man, is what do you trust more, your heart or your brain? Heart. Yeah, easy. Yeah, really, <laughs> really. My, yeah, that's that's something I help men with because as as a man, certainly was I was not conditioned, programmed, and taught to think with my heart at all. That was not a, you know, all the messages were 
like, think about it, think about it. Don't be this, don't be that, you know? So hearing so many things that I shouldn't be and what I should do, I mean, kept me in my head, you know, so in my head. Um, and that's part of the unraveling process that I've, uh, you know, stepped into maybe eight or nine years ago and, and will forever be unraveling. Mm. Go into a little bit more about like that heart space and how how you lead with the heart to uh, how you lead with the heart to help you make the choices in the brain. Mm. So for me, the breath is really a piece of this, and the breath is really when I breathe deep through my nose down into my belly and then let go of that breath, it helps me to open up like all of my uh, really energy centers in my body and like my receptors and, and really just come down out of my head down into my heart, into my other brain, really, because that's what our, you know, we have our heart brain, our gut brain and our head brain. Uh, most men are always in the head brain and rarely in the other parts, but that's where so much of our true wisdom is is in our heart and in our gut really wow yo so i've heard of the heart brain that's something that i just like kind of recently uh heard of like the, the you know the how the heart has a brain the gut brain though that is something new and gives me another rabbit hole to go jump down yes i love I'm, yeah it's about to be a youtube night for me oh yeah yeah look at him yeah i'll get you all the all the rabbit holes to go down <laughs> word okay so um yeah dude so yeah i'll i'll, I'll double back because that could be a whole hour and a half just on, on on the heart brain and the actually no i would like to hear a little bit more about like the heart brain if you can if you have some some gems and jewels about about that um i would love for you to expound upon that just a, just a little bit more yeah yeah well they've they've done studies where they've tested um, and, and think about this too, um, a, a chicken, this is a good example everybody's familiar with, a chicken can still run around uh, with its head cut off. So part of that is because of, it doesn't need its brain to send signals and function like may help its body to function. Mm. Its brain isn't running the show. Mm. And the similar thing is going on in our body. Um, that's why when we breathe a certain way, it can help take us our awareness out of our brain in our mind down into our heart, down into the rest of our body. Uh, and it's tied in with the vagus nerve and things like that. Um, but they've done studies too, where they've measured the brain and the heart at the same time and measured which one reacts quicker to a certain situation or stimuli mm -hmm. to really, to really hone in on is the brain telling the heart what to do, or is the heart telling the brain or are they individual and the heart reacts quicker uh, under certain circumstances. So there's a lot of data out there for, for people who are skeptic of this type of thing to go down your own rabbit hole and to really start looking at, um, can we make decisions from the heart? Can we feel and, and really experience things through the heart or does our brain have to tell us how we feel? And then that goes into the heart. 
you know, my belief and experience is that if we open our body, which we do by breathing down fully into the body and, and squaring up to the situation, whether that's our lover, uh, whether that is something we are afraid of, like anything, squaring up, mm -hmm. being open and feeling, we can feel through the heart. We don't have to interpret through the brain first and then try to tell our body what's going on. And that's a simple, my simplest example that I could give around that. You did, yeah. Well, you did a hell of a job around that one because usually how I, um, how I explain this is that when you're dead, it's when your heart stops beating. Right. And, and, yeah. and I also say that it's the heart that is create, I mean, that is connected to source or the creator. Right. And that mm -hmm. is the um, that is the link between uh, between those worlds. So that's what that's what for me, my my same answer is the heart. Right. And then it's like think mm -hmm. with my heart and, and then react with my brain um, is kind of like how I how I say how I say it. Uh, but I really like I really like the way that you were able to um, really be able to break it down in a, in a scientific from a scientific standpoint. Um, I think that's really important. And, you know, for those people who aren't tapped in enough to like allow themselves to know when they hear truth, like that is that, that, mm -hmm. that is the, uh, the resonance of truth, the way that it rings true. And they have to like, Oh, well, I got to research. Where's the stuff that connects this and that. And, and, yeah. and, you know, they need all the facts and da 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 da. Um, great way to great way to put it and great great way to put it out there in that in that manner dude another cool piece i want to add you know about just the wisdom of our body is um muscle testing you know and if you're unfamiliar with this it can be as simple as uh asking your body like show me what a yes is uh and what a no is and there's people who it's oftentimes people do this test where they'll link their fingers and you pull on them and, uh, you know, if your left finger breaks or whatever, that could be a yes. This could be a no. There's lots of ways to do it. I encourage people to look it up. I have my own way that I do it. Uh, I feel the thing, like the two options as a scale, like and whatever one weighs more is the correct answer. So it's one way to make a decision um, and develop your intuition that isn't in your brain. And it's like tapping in and asking your body, what's the best thing? What am I strongest to here? Or what's the best thing for me? And have, so that's another YouTube rabbit hole where you can learn how to do this. Um, but a lot of people with food allergies use this technique and they'll ask their body the question, uh, is this gonna be good for me? And with amazing success. Oh, wow. So it's a really, really cool, thing when you start going into this your body your physical intelligence mm. um, because it, your your body is actually like a a computer in some ways damn um, so you're you're saying that i got it now i because i use the uh i use the coin test <laughs> heads is yes tails is no <laughs> but uh well body there could be an element of physical <laughs> yeah it might be it might be <laughs> oh my goodness yeah and so all right, we're talking about we're going from we're going from head to heart. Now, let's go into Is it better to have beauty 
or be beautiful? Hmm. To have beauty or be beautiful. Hmm. Mm, what an interesting right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling into this one because it's interesting. Um, it's kind of a, feels like a play on words, you know, to, to have beauty. Well, so I guess if I'm interpreting that as, um, like having beauty in my life around me and in me, that's how I'm going to interpret that. And then be beautiful. I'm going to choose the, the definition I like of beautiful, which is, um, like aliveness, like, you know, like a rose, like when it's a flower, when it's fully alive, um, is beautiful. And the same thing with a, with a human, you know, when we're experiencing all the different depths, positive, negative, um, uh, joy, sadness, even shame, anger, the balanced range of emotions and being alive is, is really beautiful. Um, so I'm going to say it's better if, if every human is beautiful in the sense that they are fully alive and, and experiencing um, life, like being born, being alive and dying and, and letting that cycle happen in, through and around them. Mm. that's how i'm going to choose to go with that okay i mean i feel like in interpreting what you're saying and and, the, and your choices that you made uh i think when you're talking about the aliveness and you're and you're going and you're going in that direction it's really about the 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 difference i feel like this question is really about having something and being something right and the being being the mm -hmm. thing that is in action and that is in motion Right. Because you can mm -hmm. have a lot of things, but if you're not using it, it's kind of worthless to have this thing. Right. Yeah. And only when that it's only when that thing in this case, beauty is being applied and being used and it's in motion um, that it really manifests and takes and takes effect. Right. And, and so when you're being beautiful, it is the manifestation and it is the. Um, moving towards something that is that resides within you and you're letting that out right which then resonates with another another being and, and and makes them feel a certain type of way right and so that's kind of with your aligning with your definition of aliveness and choosing to, uh, to explain beauty uh, be being beautiful as like an aliveness uh, it's, it's right in line with uh, with the way that I think as well See, we just keep figuring out ways that we keep aligning and, and Dude. it's all lined up, bro. It's all lined yeah, up. Yeah, and I want to say that that answer right there, I feel like is um, is an example of uh, the sum is greater than the parts, whereas maybe the way you would answer that and the way I would answer that would be like this and the way you just kind of pulled together that uh, was a beautiful... Like, even as you're saying it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like t taking my um, my thought and helping me see it from a different angle in a really beautiful way. Oh, awesome. So we were both being beautiful at the at this moment. We were, man. Yeah, let's keep it up. Fucking A. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> way to way to way to tap into that little that yeah. feminine that feminine energy a little. Yeah, don't don't talk about it, be about it, right? That's what we're doing. Word, and so okay, we went from distinctions and understandings about heart and mind. We went into a couple of distinctions about being beautiful and, and having beauty. And now, oh man, oh man. Mm-mm. When was the last time you cried, sir? Uh, at today is Thursday at 1030 this morning. What? You're even down to the, the time? I mean, like within oh, between roughly it was between like 10 15 and 10 45 i had a session uh with a therapist and yeah doing my work you know um because part of being beautiful is um integrating all the parts of the flower or integrating all the parts of the human uh and my belief is that that is a never-ending journey that we get to, we get to, we don't have to, but we get to do. Um, and it's walking the walk too, because, you know, the stuff that you and I are doing in the world, um, we can help other people, but are we allowing ourselves to be helped? You know, so that's, that's my version of that. Mm. So yeah, this morning. <laughs> wow. That's okay. Interesting. I mean, do you, without well do you mind sharing what that what what was it that uh brought the tears and and like what kind what and or if you don't or if you if you don't want to share that i would say more so like what kind of tears were they were they tears of joy were they tears of sadness were they tears of confusion like what yeah yeah i will um there was this um so i'll start by saying this person was therapist is like one of the titles they hold um so the the piece was um i was seeing a part of myself in a swamp that was shackled in the swamp and that you know I spend my life walking through the forest down the nice, clean, neat trail. And there's the swamp where the parts of me that I hide, suppress, and deny, aka my shadow, um, sometimes gets put or or lives, really. Um, And it was a me walking toward this beast-like figure that was my shadow and feeling the fear of approaching it and feeling the from that being like like it was a abused animal um sorry that broke up a little bit when uh when you said that though the what of that being feeling the emotions of that being like like it was almost like it was an abused animal and it was like skittish and 
um, afraid, but really just wanted to be loved. Mm-hmm. And that feeling that in that place, knowing that it was me, knowing, feeling into that part of me, um, really uh, was a, I felt a lot of compassion and grief at the same time, you know? So that's where it was around that. Hmm. Interesting. And, and so feeling the compassion and the grief for the, for the shadow and for the shadow, not being recognized enough or, or for the shadow yeah. being in the shadows and not having a chance to, to, to come up from the shadows and yeah. the compassion that you shared with for that being or for the shadow not being able to to be seen or reflected um by some kind of light right because a shadow only a shadow can only be recognized through light hmm. mm-hmm. um and yep. so by not paying attention to it all right and, and the compassion that resided in that awesome that's yeah so then that was tears so it was tears of compassion for yeah well there was a lot i mean it was compassion there was grief sadness um it was definitely multiple things going on um and you know part of that is the work is releasing some of those emotions uh while doing the work to uh, bring some of those pieces out of the shadow and and integrate and that's kind of the ongoing work and I guess that would, and then so that's kind of also leads into that men's work, right? When, when, yeah. when we talk about like how many men are living in the shadow or, or living or keep their shadows, um, balled up and undealt with, that creates that frustration and that anger and that, that lashing out, right? Um, yeah. As opposed to embracing it and, and, and hugging it and caressing it and, and molding it and, and allowing it to be the shadow and let the shadow do what it needs to do because it, it's a very necessary part of us as well. Right. Um, yeah. And we all, and every human has, has it. I mean, it's a part of the human experience. Mm. It's part of the experience. You said that right. Mm-hmm. You said that. Mm-hmm. Sure did. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, as all right, I think this is a good place to go into that, right? So, one of the reasons that you, that you also had resonated with me as a being was like your name, right? Was it well, meaning your last name, right? Mm-hmm. And the way that that um, um, almond like just resonated so heavily with me. And I remember like one of our first interactions um, within that was like me sending you over this. Uh, like some some information about like Amun Ra and like that and mm-hmm. that god um and what that meant and like in ancient Kemet and Kush um like the origins of the world and I was just like yo dude I think this has to do with the reason why your name keeps resonating with me because it's like it's almost calling uh, uh an ascension to that to that god right? like you know Am- uh, Amun Ra right and 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 you had something interesting to say about that after reading that and, and explaining that. And if you don't mind briefly going into um, the experience that that uh, that you had yeah. with being able to, like, connect to that name. Yeah. Um, I did a uh, 
it was a like a sacred intimacy workshop uh, with my partner four years ago, maybe something like that. And there was a there was a guided journey in it where we all were laying down, and we were, um, you know, going. It was a pretty classic shamanic type of guided journey, and it was about finding. There was a few different intentions. One of them was to possibly find a some a certain tool. me you know i came into this place where there was this like super tall egyptian man um like walking back and forth in front of me like really like strutting um bit of a dance to it um kind of peacocky you know and but just like the words that came to mind, like so not fitting and as far as reverence, but like, just like swag, just like dripping, you know, the energy was, um, very, uh, masculine, powerful, but also had this like element of beauty to it. And what I realized was that this was a part of me. This is a tool that I was activating in myself because whenever I held that vision of that part of me, of like the strutting and the, um, the part of me that's nine feet tall and walking back and forth and just like so confident, so confident. Mm-hmm. Whenever I envisioned that, I, it helped me embody that energy. And I, would, I started using that tool like before I would go, I remember a business meeting I had with my brother who's not, you know, I love him and he's not like a spiritual person in the same way that I am. Um, and so I didn't, obviously I don't tell people, Hey, I'm about to do this thing. I did it. <laughs> I did it on the elevator on the way up to this big pitch we had. And I crushed, like just crushed it. And I attributed it to that. And like it, so many other times I had this experience. Um, and the the uh, you know the outfit that w- it was that he was wearing you know there was some golden jewelry and different things um, and the hat the headpiece was like a cylindrical type of headpiece that goes up and then kind of comes to a point and I had always thought that it was Akhenaten um, and when you sent me that. Uh, thing i don't remember now exactly what it was about what i read and in, in researching that but it just like opened it up to maybe it wasn't him and maybe based on who akhenaten was and um who um amen ra right mm-hmm. um who he was it would have made more sense that he would be wearing a headpiece like the one i saw in my vision um so i'm not saying that i'm saying there's a question mark there you know (laughs) and and there's other things that uh past life stuff with egypt um there so there's a resonance that really strongly connects me to it um and that's kind of the background and the story that went into what i shared with you 
connected into that god body consciousness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you know which i think that's also being able to uh i think as we go along and as we continue to to get to know one another and 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 figure out how our um the intersectionality of our work um i think there's something that has to do with that that will allow us to 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 join forces in an even more in an even more powerful manner uh especially mm-hmm. when it comes to like men's work and um and do obviously to the the very um the very different kind of lifestyles that we live or, or have lived and our different experiences within that um i think there's something in there that that it will allow us to come together even more in a more powerful way and i can't wait to explore what that is me too man me too uh so we just went into what what made you cry um embracing shadows we went on a little sidebar real quick about uh about amin ra and uh amun this uh this uh kashetic god and now i would like to know what are three words you should know in every language uh breath spirit hmm hello uh, yeah i'll say those three wait breath and spirit, and, I, and in all honesty last one, the last one broke up La- breath spirit. hello hello oh and hello okay yeah yeah go into go into a little bit more about your your choice of words yeah um breath and spirit are because they're often the same word and it's because um my it comes from my passion for breath work because you know you have chi prana uh kai uh there's more those are the three that come to mind right away in all three of those words it it translates to both like they both translate as synonymous with each other and and that's because um breath is our link to our spirit like it's our link in their gateway to the part of us that happens automatically and unconsciously like we breathe without thinking about it and we can think about how we breathe and change the our physiology change our energetic and emotional state it really is a link and and it can link us to have peak spiritual experiences when we breathe in certain conscious type of ways mm. uh, like breathwork journeys um, so it's such a powerful practice and i really love that in many languages uh, it can translate into spirit and breath uh, so i think it's amazing in that way and then saying hello you know it's an opening mm. it's a, it's an opening which i think is uh beautiful and closings can be beautiful um, but if i'm picking three words i also don't know how to say goodbye in three like three languages <laughs> so i'll stick with what i know right now <laughs> i got you <laughs> i got you so breath spirit and hello yeah all right those are cool. I think breath and spirit are definitely the first, <laughs> the first on the human experience. 
Uh, we haven't gotten that one before, which cool. is cool. Thank you. Yeah. For, thank you for providing something new and refreshing yeah. to this whole experience. That's cool. And so then, pregunto numero cinco es, what scares you, Eric? Um, what scares me? Uh, not being able to save, like be there for somebody I love mm. has been, I've had nightmares about that. Um, like from all different angles, uh, tsunamis scare me. Okay. Yeah. There, I watched it. I have always had a fear of humongous like the power of the ocean to me is humongous and i'm in awe of, of big wave riders like surf big wave surfers uh -huh. like geez how do you that's amazing um and i watched a movie on a tsunami that happened in like thailand it was based on a true story but the movie was done so well that it was absolutely terrifying um <laughs> Yeah, totally. Um, and it just lived after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that often I have this recurring dream. Not often. I, I've had it a few times in my life where there's a giant swell coming that's like a tsunami. And I can't help. I'm not with the people who get taken, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's like a combination often wow. um, have you ever like had that dream interpreted or tried to like, interpret it i never went into it yeah um there's probably some juicy things there though i bet of uh you know maybe past life stuff that often like those type of fears come from like oh you drowned in the ocean in a past life or something mm -hmm. um from my belief standpoint so yeah, I, I never have though. Ah, interesting. Yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting one for sure. All right. So then what makes you happy? Hmm. What makes me happy is being being from my heart. Like uh, like we were talking earlier, being beautiful, mm -hmm. embodying the human experience, embodying um, love and helping other people. Here's one, the ripple effect that happens when we um, show up from our heart for one person and then they do it and then it ripples into the world. Um, one thing I've had the beautiful pleasure of experiencing as a coach for men is supporting men in really stepping into their purpose and then witnessing them doing that and creating um, beauty and good and love for other men. Mm. And it makes it really, it's not always clear the ripple effect we have and being able to witness it with that clarity brings me a lot of joy, you know? Um, 
Yeah, so that makes me happy. <laughs> you know what I find is funny in that, right? Um, because previous question, you just said uh, you're just talking about tsunamis and fear of water. Yeah, and then in the next yeah. one about what the makes ripples. You happy. Yeah, (laughs) which turn into waves, which turn into a tsunami. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's great. That's a good point. Yeah, hilarious. (laughs) Good catch, man. Good catch. For sure. Um, And so, bro, we're actually getting to the last question, which is, I believe, you know, and and you talked about it. but to hear, to, for me to ask you plainly and for you to express it plainly, the question that I have for you is, what is your purpose, Eric Allman? Mm. So my purpose is to hold space for uh, other humans to be heard and to heal and to help foster that ripple effect of other humans holding space for people to do their work, to heal, um, and to really help people connect to who they really are. Mm. You know, because a lot of the beginning part of our life takes us away from who we truly are. And then it becomes about, do we choose to do the work to get back to who we really are? and see who we really are and become who we really are and do what we're really here to do. So part of my work is supporting other humans in, in doing that and, and really experiencing being alive, you know, and helping them have the tools to be alive. Um, and to be in my heart, man, that's definitely part of my purpose. To be in that heart space. Now, mm-hmm. so with that, when you talk about be who they are and uh, show up as they are, how do you determine, or in your opinion, how does one come to determine that are when you talk about being who they are? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> there's a lot of practices. Um, I would say it's a, it's in doing the work. It's in the, um, it's in the alchemy. And what I mean by that is it's when you choose to start looking inward. And oftentimes that looks like, uh, you know, you intentionally setting out to do some sort of self-improvement, self-reflection, whether that be you hire a coach um, or a therapist or you read a a book and you journal, um, but you're shining the light in and you're starting to look at, hmm, why do I always get triggered when my partner does this? Oh, it's because, um, and you know, oftentimes this kind of thing, we need a coach or a therapist. Um, but you know, seeing that when you were little, you didn't get this one thing. And now there's this wound that exists that now explains why you're showing up in a certain way in these areas. So you do that work and that physical trauma, that trauma of you not getting something gets lifted up and out of your body. And the shadow piece is still there and you get to be mindful of the shadow piece. Um, 
but you start to understand who you are better as layers of um, repressed things and layers of unconscious behavior and stories and our worldview that we came to have, we start getting clearer and clearer on what it really is as we start doing the work to uncover all of the false beliefs and all of the stories and things that served us at one time. Maybe they kept us safe when we were five, um, but now we're 40 or now we're 35 or now we're 20, whatever. Um, and now we're trying to step up and discover our purpose to have our, to leave a contribution or to be fulfilled. Um, in doing that work, the alchemy, um, that is where we start to get clearer on who we really are. So there's not a magic bullet that I know of. And anybody listening to this, please reach out to me if you find it. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Amy, I want, want to know too. Um, but it's in the process. It's a revealing uh, while you do the work. And, and going back to that statue uh, metaphor of chipping away uh, the pieces of the statue. You mm -hmm. get to continue to do that um, and see more and more of who you are. And and as you do that, you really, you, you get to be on purpose. You get to be authentically who you are, um, a cleaner version of it. Mm. A cleaner version of who you are as through doing the work and chipping that sh that statue uh, or mm -hmm. that mold, you know. So uh, the way that I'm taking that on and like in a visualization is like we get put into a mold, right? And that that creates this statue, and we get casted out of the mold, and our our life's work, like consider let's we'll consider being casted out of the uh, out of the mold meaning you being birthed, right? Mm -hmm. And we spend the rest of our life chipping at that statue to make it a beautiful, um, a beautiful piece of, of work, of artwork, right? Uh, and I even think, I even think that when we're born, we're there. Like we're there, we have it. It's then that as we grow and have experiences, traumas, um, other people's stuff. It's like we accrue all this stuff like over oh. top of our statue. Oh. And then at some point, usually like 20s, 30s, 40s, we start to be like, oh, and then we start chipping away again to oh. get to reveal the purity that we innately had. You know, um, oh, I, I'm not a believer in you're born with sin. I believe you're born perfect. Um, and that our job is to to reveal and get back to as much of that as we can gotcha. uh, as adults. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one, right? Yeah, yeah, we, we spend most of our lives, yeah, as a child, that is when you're at your most, yeah, your most dynamic and your most, as you say, perfect. Um, and then we as parents, people, and other people in their lives start to fuck us up. Anyway, <laughs> thinking that we go that, part of that the human experience. Go. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's that's crazy, uh, and so you know that that is where we have come to 
know that this this uh this perfection and that this I don't like that word perfection. I think we talked about that before. Uh, mm-hmm. But that that dynamism of, of, of being alive comes into play. Mm-hmm. And so I would like for to spend this last minute and a half or so uh, giving you the full platform. Please let the people know what you have going on, where you have it going on, how to get in contact with you and where it's going on and all of that. Mr. Eric Allman, the floor is yours to let the people know how you do and where you do it at, sir. Thank you, brother, for that. Um, I would simply say that, you know, my main focus is supporting men and men who are starting to wake up to who they really are and they just want a guide to support them in and the areas that I mainly, uh, I feel like I can most strongly support you is in working through any of the things that are that are blocking you and stopping you, strengthening your energetic body. Because lots of men, you know, we work on our physical body, but strengthening our energetic body so that in the midst of the chaos, we can stay grounded in our purpose as it begins to reveal itself to us. Um, that also is a huge piece of the masculine feminine practice. And that's another way in which I support men, uh, particularly a lot of men who are in a relationship currently or just got out of a relationship and really want to start showing up in a powerful way because they realize they're not currently doing that. Um, that work is huge, big work. Um, it's very, very rewarding. Um, it extends way out beyond intimate relationships and it really is, it becomes a a really, uh, a core piece of life. A core piece of being alive is having a greater understanding of the masculine and feminine energies in life, in yourself and in all the people around you. Uh, and when you do that, It really helps you understand what's needed to bring balance to yourself, to the situation, and to the individuals around you as well. And so then how do the people get in contact with, or how would men get in contact with you to be able to do that kind of work? Right. Well, the best way is to uh, message me either on Instagram or through my website, which I'm sure we'll put in the notes or something. Um, my Instagram is Eric Allman, E-R-I-C-A-U-M-E-N. Um, the two opportunities I have going on right now are a one-on-one coaching programs that I do. Uh, most of them are 12 weeks. And that really gives us an opportunity to really focus on you and your own situation and all the things that make you unique versus Uh, Also, I have a group program where that one specifically coming up is focused on Qigong and the masculine feminine practice. And so that's really, really great for the man who uh, is either in a relationship right now or wants to start working on himself so that when he gets into a relationship, he really has the energetic foundation to be able to hold space for a powerful feminine woman. or if you currently have that powerful feminine woman and you want to start showing up and meeting her where she is and even holding space so she can deepen uh, 
uh, and open more into her femininity, uh, this is a perfect opportunity for you as well. So either way, you can message me on Instagram or through my website, which will link somewhere, I assume. Yes, you certainly will be. And I guess I will perfect. be... Uh guess i'll be getting in contact with you for that as well uh as all right that is uh exactly what i am experiencing uh right now in my current human experience mm. <sighs> gotta love how all of this works you get what you need when you need it as long as you stay in alignment and mm -hmm. and and pay attention to the omens in your life I would like to give a shout out. Thank you, uh, Eric, for joining us on the human experience. Your presence and your space and, and, and coming into alignment in this particular manner has been right on time all the time. Uh, the way that you've expressed yourself and the way that you have uh, exuded your, your mastery of, of the works, of the different practices that you um, embody and use is is to be commended sir uh thank you for for taking the time out i know like you said you have you have four beautiful children and you know um on a thursday uh this late um thank you for taking the time out to to engage in the human experience your presence is appreciated and you uh, this probably this won't be the last time like i said i know there's no. uh there's work for for us to do with one another and um i can't wait to see what that is going to be and how that is going to show up uh and how we're going to be able to impact uh the the larger society um together uh yeah man i'm i'm, ex I'm really excited about that <clears throat> and so it's you know, what I would like to say is thank you all, the listeners. We've had, you know, people have been chiming in and out. We've had, you know, four to five people. I know we've had this at least one person that has been with us the whole time. Thank you for, for joining us thank on you. this human experience. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you were able to get some gems and some jewels from this particular experience and from this guest to be able to uh, experience the compassion that resides within oh man oh man you know that that is that is what it's all about thank you for coming here and joining us on the human experience i am your host i am your host uh just tried something new and this sound effect coming out no yo it's it, your boy on star oh, you already go. know you are now rocking with him yo there it is Tap yes, in. sir. Yes, sir. On the human experience. Thank you for joining us on this human experience. Please keep your days wealthy. Keep your days healthy in spirit, mind, body, and soul. This has been the human experience. I am your host at True Him, aka Dynamiz Him, aka Slow Him. I would love to give a wonderful shout out to our sponsor at Omen.
myself. If you need to know how to get to them and how how to get with them, you can hit my Instagram up at Hecka Moment for that opportunity to embrace these emblems of compassion. Once again, be you because there is no one else like you out there. Thank you.